Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to It Never Gets Old, a firsthand account of all things secondhand and sustainable. This is a podcast about resale fashion, how to buy secondhand clothing, sell your closet, make money, learn how to shop a little bit more sustainably, and benefit from my too vast knowledge of this universe. I am your host, Meredith Feynman, and I am joined by my producer and bestie in the Westie, Sarah Lane. Well, happy holidays, Meredith Feynman. Uh, we are we are deep into December, and I'm feeling I'm feeling I'm feeling the holiday joy. You know, Thanksgiving's over, and you know what that means. It's the most wonderful time of the year. We don't have any good. We don't have good Hanukkah songs. Um, we are only relegated to Adam Sandler, who uh, yeah. just isn't that great. Is so it the, um, the dreidel song. It's I don't know. Yeah, I guess you're I not mean, really singing that as an adult all that much. No, but like Christmas songs really slap. So I mean, I feel like every like pop star like puts out like a Christmas album, and of course the classic, 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 classic. All I want for Christmas is you, Mariah Carey version, and then also the little girl from Love Actually. So it's it's cold, but it's festive. Yeah, it's a uh, it's a it's a great time of year. I know that the holidays sometimes are a little problematic for folks for a variety of reasons. You know, you might like them, you might not, but something that is for sure no matter who you are, is that you can get really good deals that you can't get the rest of the year. And so that's kind of where I, I feel like we're going to go in this episode. Yeah, and this is epically true. If you heard our Black Friday, Cyber Monday, whether you agree with, you know, that sort of idea of mass buying or not, maybe you got some cool stuff. I spent a really embarrassing amount of money on Glossier. And as I had said, it's the one thing I buy uh, probably at retail, though I do have a little little story about my secondhand skincare, Sarah Lane, mm. um, who's seen some photos of this. Um, I will not name the product because I cannot be certain it was the product or the fact that it was secondhand, but you girl gave herself a nice little infection on the face yeah due to yeah. an eye cream now you know Mara and I uh, are on opposite sides of the country but I did see some photos you know and she kind of went like eh not good went to the derm you know and you kind of go I don't know did you get a zit or something no I mean you were you had an allergic reaction to, yeah, so- to, to whatever went on your face and it probably was the product right because 
you know, the fact that it's secondhand is likely not the culprit here. But again, one of these things to keep in mind, you know, like I've talked a lot about secondhand skincare and beauty and I still stand even though in the words of my brother, it looked like I got some bad work done. (laughs) Um, So basically... (laughs) This was the morning of, so my book, Brag Better, is out May 19th, 2020. Please pre-order it on Amazon. It's not a secondhand gift for the holidays, but it's a gift for the holidays. Think about it. Buy 500 of them. You know, Sarah and I will do a personalized podcast, should you choose to do that. Um, But it was the morning of my uh, author photos. And I had been like freaking out about my outfit. And I was like, I don't know what to wear. Like I have to find the perfect outfit. But like, uh, and just like freaking out. And the thing it was that plus like I wasn't thinking about using new beauty products, which like obviously you don't change anything before like a round of serious photos. And this is a photo that's going to go in the jacket of my book um, and be ostensibly a lot of places. And so I guess I put this new eye cream on and... I don't know why I was feeling so much pressure around the eye cream. I like had decided I had to find a good eye cream, even though for the most part they are a scam. And I woke up in the morning and I hadn't looked in the mirror yet. And I was like freaking out, noodling around about like getting ready for this photo shoot. And I like sort of glanced in the mirror, but it must have been in my room and there wasn't a ton of light. And then I like felt that my under eyes kind of itched a little bit. And I like, you know, slapped on some Aquaphor, not thinking about it. And then I looked in the mirror and I looked crazy. I basically had two red puffy rings under my eyes. Like it wasn't like, oh, I'm a little puffy. Like, no, like I, it looked like I called yeah, like the dermatologist. You, could, you couldn't cover it with makeup type thing, huh? No, and it was, and I was I had canceled everything. Glam Squad was very accommodating. Thank you, Glam Squad. Um, and I get to the dermatologist, and I had they were like, well, of course, of course, stuff like this happens over like holiday, whatever. It's like you know the the when Tuesday or Wednesday before Thanksgiving. They're like, we have no appointments, and I'm like hysterical on the phone. Um, and they they let me come in, and the PA is like, ooh, does that hurt? Like they all had like slight grimaces on their face. So I was mm-hmm. like, oh God, I know that this is bad. So then so then I've been doing a lot of masking with just straight steroid cream and it's time for me to stop experimenting with secondhand skincare or at least new products for well, now. Well, and we kind of talked about this on the skincare episode before and it's all so personal because we all have different skin. But as somebody with problematic skin, I've been there and I don't even always know what it was. But it's like there was something in there that did not agree with me. And that's why I have half used expensive skin cream from Chanel, uh, you know, under my sink right now. Uh, so that, you know, just something some to keep in mind. Everybody kind of know what you might be allergic to and keep, and keep in mind that if you, if you try a bunch of uh, cool stuff, even if it's expensive, um, it's not always going to be the right thing for you. Totally. I mean, I showed it to my dermatologist. She's like, oh, this is very like expensive. Like this is nice stuff. Like, I don't know. But like, but yeah, but like the price, like if there's an ingredient in there that you've just never used before, whether it's fragrance or yeah, something that's supposed to, you know, help find lines or, you know, there's all sorts of, you know, it's all a racket anyway. But, um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's a little bit of a wild west. So I'm glad you're feeling better. Yeah. So, um, my skin looks less crazy. And it, it's so I postponed my photos. I will be doing those at another time. And I now have to be a little bit more careful. And I didn't even sell the container. I threw it out. 
I was like, I'm not even, I'm like, no, it's cur- It's a cursed object. It's going into the trash can. Yeah. It's very expensive eye cream. But I was like, you know what? No, no, I'm not going to do this to someone else, even if it's just me. So, you know, sometimes you don't always have to sell everything in your closet, which like, shh, I'm going to tell you that you do. But you, you can you can draw some lines. Um, and speaking of drawing lines, today I really wanted to get into... You know, it's the holidays, everybody, it's a hard time of year. And, you know, sometimes gifts are expected of you. You're expecting gifts. Everybody has different ideas of what they want to spend, different ideas of what they want, different ideas of what things mean to them. But I wanted to hop in and because we've, you know, I've been doing this podcast since April uh, and you can listen to our extensive back catalog wherever you get your podcasts. Um, And we've talked about things from high-end designers like Chanel and Hermes to how to navigate vintage stores to how to think about selling your clothing. Um, and other things in your closet or even the secondhand skincare that secondhand stuff is an option to give and receive so I want to like get into that a little bit Sarah like has this made you think about giving anything secondhand to someone as a gift for the holidays I actually yeah in fact it Actually, it has because I there are certain people in my life. We all have them that would somehow find that disdainful. But I have more people in my life who would be happy to rock something that was a secondhand gift and think nothing of where it came before and would like the, the, the you know, the thought that counts type thing. Totally. Yeah. I mean, I was thinking about it as I was preparing for this episode and I think I felt embarrassed to give people like I've been giving secondhand fashion gifts to my family or people that I know very well for a long time. And then, you know, I was sort of like, you know what? Like there's so many nice things out there. There is such a plethora of things for you to buy that already exist. We've talked a lot on this podcast and we'll continue to talk about, you know, sustainability in fashion and our purchasing, you know, habits and how we can improve them and just be better consumers. And one thing that So I've always gotten like my mom, for example, who got me into secondhand shopping however long ago uh, is is someone that I've always bought secondhand luxury for. I mean, she is someone who loves this world and wouldn't be weirded out. And I think there are totally levels to it. So, for example, I am a part of one of my favorite things in the world is Secret Santa. Um, or Hanukkah Harry, or whatever you want to call it. Some of them are white elephants. And this year, Sarah and I are part of a long-standing friend group, Secret Santa, and I sent our good friend a pair of resale designer amazing sunglasses that I found for a really great price because I thought about it. And and one thing that's tough if you're part of any of these gift exchanges and the amounts you can spend are low, like you can actually kind of hack that and get someone something really nice for not a lot of money. And thanks a lot, Mare, for being like the coolest first Secret Santa who like <laughs> literally like delivered the gift on December 1st. Where the rest of us are like, okay, oh, we forgot. We have to scramble now. But um, but yeah, no, that it's perfect. It's so great. And I was actually talking to another friend of mine who is not in our Secret Santa group, but she's a Poshmark person. Um, and she actually she actually has a lot of money. So she could buy everything new if she wanted to, but she just likes, you know, she likes the community, she likes the, you know, sustainability aspect and and um, you know, and all that stuff. And I had mentioned to her, well, you know what you should do. 
for, you know, because there are various parties and just kind of housewarming gifts and stuff like that. You know, we were talking about candles a couple episodes ago. I was like, just get it all on Poshmark. You know, it's like you don't even have to go to a store. It can all just kind of be done in the cycle that already exists. And she was like, that is a really good idea. I never really thought about that as a gift. Because half the time, these aren't like beat up gifts. They're they're perfectly new. They're nice. And what I got for our friend was these amazing Karen Walker sunglasses who makes really cool sunglasses. And they retail for like $300. And I knew it was kind of out there. And first I felt self-conscious. And I was like, no, I have this gift of like understanding how to find these things for less. And our gift limit for our friends is I think 50 bucks. They were like 40 bucks. And they came with a case and... Um, I'm really happy our friend liked them. You know, sunglasses can be hard because it's for people's face. But I was like, no, I should use that to my advantage. Because sometimes also when you're in these Secret Santa or Hanukkah Harry or White Elephant scenarios, you end up buying crap. Like you just totally buy crap. Like think about where you're buying. Like all of us have varying gift exchanges. And even if it's like $10 or less, you can get so much more value by buying things secondhand, um, buying them off of Poshmark supporting local consignment stores those sunglasses from a local consignment store I got a great other consignment gift for a white elephant um from a friend's store and like support these businesses and it's like such a sustainable great option and then it's not crap I mean we've all gotten like just junk for a lot of these gift exchanges and there's just so much value to be had but you do have to ask yourself sort of like once you get over the hump, is this the person you're giving it to going to get over the hump? Because like there is not a gift receipt. Uh, and if I have people in my life that like are a little bit more particular or might be put off by it, I'll get them stuff from the real real because then you can return it. Otherwise, I'm like, if you don't like it, I guess I'll resell it. <laughs> I mean, listen. If somebody is looking for a gift receipt or a Secret Santa gift, they're playing too hard, you know? But yes, if you're talking about gifts in general for the holidays, and of course there are other people that, you know, it's 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 not kind of like kitschy stuff, it's a real gift. I can see where, yeah, you want to go the extra mile to make it not seem like you just threw something in a box that you had, you know, stored under your bed for the last four years. Totally, and there were two gifts I got my mom... And my sister-in-law both like cool fashion things that are resale and they are not returnable, but like they'll have to deal with it because they're sought after and I got them on Poshmark and everybody knows my deal. Like I host a podcast and created a podcast on secondhand fashion. Like that's what you're getting from me. And a lot of people really like it also if they don't know how to do it um, is something to think about. And then also just really like the sustainability aspect, which I gets into, I guess, sort of like, I guess we are rebranding, regifting, which is a different thing, but something I've definitely done. Sarah, what do you think about regifting now that like in this context? I have no problem with it. No problem with it at all. Um, and I, you know, again, going back to candles, something that gets gifted often for housewarmings or, you know, just, just sort of, it's like a, it's an innocuous gift that everybody kind of likes, but you don't necessarily need. And it might be something that you can then bring on over to somebody else's housewarming and say, oh, you know, great candle, never been used. So there are, a, yeah, there are a variety of, of re-gifts that I know that I've gotten, either because I just sniffed it out or because the person straight up told me, I don't care. Doesn't bother me. Um, I think there are probably some situations where it would be inappropriate, but for the most part, it's like, if you're not going to use it and it's perfectly fine, I'm good. Yeah, I mean, and I think if we sort of rethink this um, as like 
an act of recycling and you're not trying to um yeah like pull one over on anybody no and i think though i <laughs> i have heard stories and i might have done that like i've been careful not to do this before but like you just have to be careful that you're not regifting the gift to the person that gave it to you well that would be that would be sloppy but i suppose if there's enough gift uh swapping going around it probably has happened once or twice yeah so please if you are going to regift things like just rack your brain and make sure it's not something that like you know someone gave to you because then it then it's like Ugh. or or just be ready to be like no 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 remember when you gave this to me i liked it so much i wanted to give it back to you Ooh. Or not give it back. I wanted to get you one of your own. Yeah. If it's something that you can like get another. Yeah. Of, like you, you didn't realize when you gave it to me how awesome it was. That was the best gift ever. Wonderful friend of mine. Here's one of your own. See, flip it back. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. And like a lot of this too, there are a couple reasons to do this. It's sustainable. It's fun. It's different. You get so much more value. Like I think back to like stuff that is in these gift exchanges and it ends up being crap like you know junky gifts that people pick up at the last second like this is a great alternative but also like real talk like the holidays are hard on your wallet they're hard on everyone at the end of the year like and I think nobody wants you to go into debt over like buying gifts and I think making it clear from other people too that you enjoy these gifts too I think might might lift some of the financial constraints on others as well. And I think that that's just generally a great thing to do because, you know, some people might think that you would be horrified. Right. Um, and, and, you know, you can always couch it in like, you know, I'm trying out like sustainable fashion, like feel free to get me something on any of these, you know, sites. I mean, I have definitely asked for real, real gift cards before. So, which is, I mean, which is really no different than an Amazon gift card or a gift card anywhere else that offers gift cards. You know, if 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 the person who is going to be gifting something to you says, eh, just make it easy on me and like, tell me what you like and I'll just, you know, give you an amount. The real real totally works. A hundred percent. And like, I don't like gift cards because there's so many things I could find for greater prices. And it's just like, but, but that is an option for people that don't know what to get you. Um, and then you are still keeping it sustainable. Um, and a lot of these different sites have gift cards. I mean, all of the different, uh, you know, ThreadUp certainly does. I don't know if Depop does. I'm sure Tradesy does. And people can get you credit. But taking it a step further, I think that like thinking about even less consumption would just be swapping stuff that you all already have. I mean, we haven't my dream is to host a big like it never gets old clothing swap maybe we'll do that that can be a 2020 goal but you know you can always you can always like swap stuff with people like everyone everyone loves that I don't know I love I love like gift swaps and rifling through people's stuff and like that's so fun to me well because in true it never gets old fashion there are you know what's the what's the term one man's trash is another man's treasure. Another man's yeah. And, you know, that really like, OK, so here's a great example. A few years ago, some like a potluck group um, that I used to be uh, very, very active in, but I moved away. So I haven't seen them in a while. But we did a white elephant 
Christmas potluck every year. And it was super fun. And everybody had good taste, you know, so you knew you're going to get something good no matter what. But you know how the rules go. You pick a number and, you know, if you if you get a lower number, you're kind of effed because somebody's going to steal your great thing. And then if you have the higher number, you know you're better off. And I got a bunch of Urban Decay makeup um, that somebody had, like, gone above and beyond. Like, she obviously spent way more than, you know, what our limit was, which I think was something around, like, $40 as well. But I was able to walk away with that. And, you know, over the, over the next year, there were, like, two big kind of compacts. And one of them was just like loud colors that just didn't really speak to me. I, I was just never going to wear, you know, some of the stuff, but it was, this is nice stuff. And I, eventually I was at another, it wasn't a white elephant. It was just sort of like a, you know, kind of like, oh, let's all like bring our makeup and throw it on a table and like see who likes what and get rid of stuff that we don't need. And that was one of the things I brought. And it was like, of course, a hit. And it made someone else very, very happy. And it made me very happy in the process because, again, it was just sitting there. A hundred percent. I actually have a bag of stuff that like, I'm getting rid of that I think would make good gifts or people would want if I'm not selling it. Um, but like, that's a great option if you're feeling stretched or if you don't want to just go the like straight spending money route on gifts. Like, The truth is, like a lot of gifts feel great even if they are someone else's thing and it's someone you love or care about or someone you don't even know that well um I've gotten you know totally fun stuff from swaps clothing swaps that is like an even more sustainable option and and something that you can you can think about because it still feels good and it still feels fun it's funny before I got into skincare so as a PR person and when I was doing a lot more traditional PR work you get tons of goodie bags and gift bags and stuff with stuff in it and I would always like give it away. This was before I guess I was really into selling it a lot and Poshmark didn't, I don't think it existed yet. And I remember going to a white elephant and I brought some like of the skincare that I got in a very fancy giveaway gift bag. And this, I didn't know anything about skincare at the time because, you know, I'm getting into it and it just was, it still isn't totally my thing, but learning more. So the girl who got it like sort of, shuffled it under her chair and was like oh it's just like some like random skin stuff and this other like woman was looking at it after because she like hit it because she knew it was really good like everybody else was doing like really like tiny keychains or whatever and like I didn't know and I also didn't really care at that point but this other woman who was a dermatologist came up to me and was like why are like where did you get that and why are you giving that apparently it was like $250 worth of like luxury ass skincare and I didn't know and it was like a $20 gift exchange and that girl like really made out like a bandit and I got like a fucking keychain yeah I love how she was just like I know what I have and I'm gonna make it disappear yeah but she totally downplayed it she was like oh it's just like some it's like a loofah it's like some like skin it's like some soap <laughs> like and everyone was like oh we don't fucking want your soap um <laughs> your used <and> loofah <laughs> nah I'm good meanwhile it's like hundreds of dollars worth of like luxury skincare that I didn't know anything about because this dermatologist was like why are you giving this at a white elephant like well I, I will say um because I've been part of uh a various amount of exchanges over the years with various people that there is an art to knowing what you have and pretending that it's worthless. Now, that is, you know, neither here nor there. You can choose to 
you know, engage in a little smoke and mirrors or not. But, oh, it happens because people know. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. So like that's a hot tip going into your white elephants. Don't feel or gift exchanges or secret Santas. Don't feel weird about regrifting things. Think about like what other fashion things people want or stuff in your closet. Keep it sustainable. So I on that note, uh, I wanted to get into the idea of the ethical fashion, um, sustainable fashion pyramid or closet. Have you heard of this, Sarah? No. Okay. So there are a couple different ones, and I'll post one on our Instagram at Podcast. But basically, I've seen it said a couple different ways. It's like ethical closet, ethical fashion, shopping pyramid, the hierarchy of needs. So it is basically shopping from most sustainable to least sustainable. So first and foremost, like your most sustainable option is to use what you have. And thinking about this in like, let's talk, think about it in a holiday context, thinking about like gifts of things you could give people that you might not be using or things you have in your closet you think someone you know would love. And I think this is all generally more accepted. Like one reason why it never gets old existing and my wanting to spread this is how how much the taboos of of secondhand things are and, and people really into it. So that's like the bottom of this hierarchy of needs. And I will link I will link to this. Um, and then next up is to borrow. I am I'm not as much of a of a borrower. I'm a lot of a buyer and a seller. Um, I don't know why I like really particularly like to own things. I don't do rent the runway unlimited, though I tell people to do it all the time and we'll talk about a little bit more about the rental economy there. But you know, borrowing things from other people, whether it's you know, a pair of shoes you really want to wear. When I get rid of stuff and give it to friends, I tell them it's on permanent loan. And actually coming to you, Sarah Lane, in the mail right now on permanent loan. <laughs> are, your ge- are your jeans. Oh, and you know what? There was a there was a um there was a package down by the mailbox today. And there are several people who kind of are getting mail at this property, so it's not always for me, but I thought maybe it was. So I was like, yes, but it wasn't. It's something else. So yes, I am eagerly awaiting them particularly because I just want to know if they fit because you're pretty sure that they will. But, yeah, you know, you know, it's uh, it's always it's always a little bit of a crapshoot, but it's a very exciting one. Yes. So I just mailed it today. And, you know, millennials never go to the post office. So I like finally and the post office is open from like 10 a.m. to 1030 a.m. on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Like, I mean, I'm exaggerating, but it's never open. <laughs> so. Uh, yes, I, I wrapped up for the, for those of you that ha- may or may not have been following the sisterhood of the traveling pants, uh, Jean saga, which <laughs> is different from if, you know, like great book series, what a great film series. Um, basically this idea that this group of friends all share one pair of pants and they all have different body types and it's all totally not possible, but we like believe in the magic of the sisterhood of the pants. I got these incredible vintage Levi's in Paris and I just refuse to sell them. Um, when I get an amazing piece when I'm traveling or they're just like the perfect denim, vintage denim, like mixture of like blues and worn parts and they're way too small on me. I took them to the tailor. You really cannot take out denim very far, if at all. Um, so I am passing them on to Sarah and they will fit. Uh, and I'm, I'm, they, if anything, they might be a little big and you get them taken in, but I really hope that, that they... 
they bring you good luck. Well, thank you, Mara, and I hope they do too. And I, I'm honored that they, they, they have traveled or are traveling at least at this point to me, and I can't wait to uh, take a photo for everybody in my mirror. You know, I'll try to do something kind of artsy and Instagrammy, and you know, we'll post it to our account. But yeah, these sorts of things are special, and maybe they weren't ever going to work for you. And if they work for me, then that is a very special item, and I really like white jeans. Oh, they're regular denim, but uh, they're regular denim. But they do have the perfect mixture of like blue and. Oh, I thought they were white for some reason. I don't know why I thought. No, that. blue and worn part. Oh, like oh. they, they're like. Well, that's even if better. You're really. If you're really into vintage denim, which if you go back, we have a great episode on the wide world of denim. I feel like just doing another denim episode because I love denim so much. You know, if you're really in it, like, you know, the perfect blue mixture, the perfect blues. Like, I mean, all denim is definitely not created equal and nor is all blue denim created equal. So cautious optimism. But when I give people things, I always say they're on permanent loan. These are a true gift to Sarah. But I've been looking for someone small to give them to, petite. And uh, so hopefully Sarah fits that bill. So then there uh, next on the hierarchy is to swap stuff, which we talked about. Like if you're doing some gifting, like get in there and swap things. Like I remember my mom. So I am a, a Jewish woman. Um, and my fa- I grew up always celebrating Christmas um, in addition to Hanukkah, I think because my mom liked it and we always had a Christmas tree and it was never a religious thing. It just like smelled nice. And I think my parents could like get it together to like give presents on one day versus have to deal with like eight nights or just deal with something that usually preceded Christmas and was too much work. We would always do stockings, which I think we're doing this year. I love them because I love tchotchkes. Like it's just <laughs> the, really just a mixing of, I don't know, religions, cultures. And <laughs> towards the, we would always have a little bit of space at the top of our stockings. And then my mom would just start sticking in objects from the house. So you'd get like paper clips. <laughs> you get like one time I got a full stapler. I'm like, do you want this back? <laughs> like, I know you're trying to like fill up space. Like, do you want it back? Um, Post-its were a big thing. My mother loves post-its you're, and pens. So no, you no, no, oh, say, okay. So <laughs> because I know I know stockings are it's very it, it depends on what family you come from because people do things a certain way. Were the post-its wrapped in wrapping paper? Uh so no. So so our I love stockings because I love chachkas. I love little thingies and gifts and whatever. And there were a couple staples, which was like um, you know, the chocolate oranges. I don't know if you've ever had where you whack and, you know, the have you ever had a chocolate orange? Uh, They're I, like a special like I forget the brand, but you uh, it looks like an orange and then you thwap it, you whack it against the table no. and you unwrap it and all the slices like fall out like an orange. This is not something um, I've seen. No. Oh, they're delicious. So we so we would always have chocolate oranges in there. And I'm trying to think of like other things that were really killer, but my mom wanted them to be like sort of very full and overflowing. So inevitably, like she would get us lots of great tchotchkes and stuff and candy and like little toys and and little gifty things. But then she would need to just she really wanted to like have them be totally full. So she would just start <laughs> just, taking objects. Just put from a the house. stapler in there. You know, Merit, one year, Merit, one year Merit I did get a full stapler. She might need a stapler. That is so funny. I, I was Marie Kondoing my my house and I found five staplers. So, I mean, I guess I'll put them on Poshmark, question mark. Does anyone want a set of four staplers? In my house, we also did uh, stockings. And stockings were very exciting because 
I was able to open my stocking before my parents got up, which was their way of saying like, okay, you can get Christmas started, but leave us alone. And everything was always wrapped. But like, it would be like a pair of socks and a a bar of soap (laughs) and another (laughs) pair of socks, you know? And like, there were all these things where I was like, I was still like excited because I'm like, presents, you know? But but at the end of it, it would just be like a mound of wrapping paper and like some socks and some soap and maybe like an like a pair of earrings or something like not, you know, anything fancy. But but yeah, it's uh, I think it says a lot about a family. What goes into a stocking? A hundred percent. I love stockings. They're my favorite part of any gift giving experience and I do need to get I want to get a teeny tiny Christmas tree like one of the like mini mini ones so that Bean could have one that's like I want to put like little presents on the tree for Bean and and Hanukkah and Christmas are overlapping this year so that's exciting uh and so next up on the hierarchy is is thrifting so basically buying things secondhand thrift it's interesting as the industry like we can't the terms resale secondhand vintage consignment a lot of them are just being used interchangeably but so basically buying something secondhand uh and then it's it's interesting i always look at these ethical fashion uh you know hierarchies of of shopping and the second to like top is always make which the idea of making something just I, I, that that wouldn't be sustainable for me in in terms of time or effort or knowledge. Except though, I can cut a mean pair of pants. I can use a pair of scissors. <laughs> as has been established, that I have really like ruined a lot of clothing by just cutting it. Uh, and then at the top is buying, and I think ostensibly buying new. And it's really something to think about. I don't know. Like I hope that I've gotten a lot of great feedback from listeners. You can always email us at hello at ingopodcast.com or slide into the DMs on Twitter or Instagram at ingopodcast. Unlike just you're starting to sell things or starting to think about buying them secondhand, like it's rad. It's you can get, you know, designer. Like I sent my friend a pair of designer sunglasses um, and they were like 40 bucks and they were a perfect little gift that is a nice gift. Um, And it's it's a fun way to think about also not you know really being blood dry around the holidays it gets really expensive well and also and this friend mutual friend of ours sent a photo wearing the glasses and they're really cool and you could tell she was happy about it and that is like one of those things that it's more personal than something that you would have bought new because you were like "Eh, you know what you're gonna like these these are very you and I think that that counts for a lot Totally. And I was super worried because sunglasses can be tricky, but it worked out. So, you know, consider it never gets old in your, you know, gift guides and gift thinking and all those different sites. There's a lot of great stuff out there. And maybe you can give it to people you love or, you know, give it to yourself. I won't tell anyone. Get yourself some presents. Treat yourself. Um Always be treating yourself. I need to stop treating myself. Oh my God. Uh, just <laughs> well, gotta stop. You can find us online at ingopodcast.com. There you can leave us a comment, submit a question, ask me to find something for you. Uh, you can email us at hello at ingopodcast.com. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at ingopodcast. Uh, And happy holidays from us to you. And we'll see you soon.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.